Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Job now continues with his response to Eliphaz and general um, references to his condition and the things that he's personally dealing with. Notice in this chapter as we go through it, references to um, loss of sleep. You know, I don't know about you, but I myself have had many nights when I was concerned about something and I couldn't sleep. So now, in addition to the various miseries he's suffering, you know, the loss of family, the loss of, of his finances, the loss of his prestige and position, and now the loss of the confidence of his friends, he's now not able to sleep. And uh, friends, if you lose sleep, the life begins to be uh, distorted, if you will. Your perceptions uh, become distorted. And whatever misery you're facing with lack of sleep, it becomes worse. And so let's continue with uh, Job's reply to Eliphaz. Job chapter 7. Do not mortals have a hard surface on earth? Are not their days like those of hired laborers? Like a slave longing for the evening shadows, or a hired laborer waiting to be paid, so I have been allotted months of futility, and nights of misery have been assigned to me. When I lie down, I think, how long before I get up? The night drags on, and I toss and turn until dawn. My body is clothed with worms and scabs. My skin is broken and festering. My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle, and they come to an end without hope. Remember, O God, that my life is but a breath. My eyes will never see happiness again. The eye that now sees me will no longer see me. You will look for me, but I will be no more. As a cloud vanishes and is gone, so one who goes down to the grave does not return. He will never come to his house again. His place will know him no more. Therefore, I will not be silent. I will speak out of the anguish of my spirit. I will complain in the bitterness of my soul. Am I the sea or a monster of the deep that you put me under guard? When I think that my bed will comfort me, and my couch will ease my complaint. Even then you frighten me with dreams, and you terrify me with visions, so that I prefer strangling in death rather than this body of mine. I despise my life. I would not live forever. Let me alone. My days have no meaning. What is mankind that you make so much of them, that you give them so much attention, that you examine them every morning and test them at every moment. Will you never look away from me or let me alone for even an instant? If I've sinned, what have I done to you? You who see everything that we do, why have you made me your target? Why have I become a burden to you? Why do you not pardon my offenses and forgive my sins? For I will soon lie down in the dust. You will search for me, but I will be no more. So this this very 
sad chapter. Job first points to the the finite nature of man, that we have um, very brief lifespans, and that his is um, uh, what little life he has been allotted is not good. He says, do not mortals have hard service on earth? Poses it as a question. Are not their days like those of hired laborers? Like a slave longing for the evening shadows, or a hired laborer waiting to be paid, so I have been allotted months of futility. And so this, um, this futility, the thing that he's dealing with, he compares himself to a hired hand with uh, wages due that are never coming, or a slave uh, with no respite, no wages coming. The only thing he has to look forward to is the evening when work stops. But in his case, there's no relief at night. He says, I've been allotted nights of misery. They've been assigned to me. And so this reference that his pain continues in the night, even when he would uh, try and sleep and forget about things for a few hours, he's unable to. He says, when I lie down, I think, how long before I get up? The night drags on and I toss and turn until dawn. Friends, I've experienced that. I trust that you and your humanity have as well. With the night's Uh, dragging on and tossing and turning and fretting over whatever it is that's going on in your life. And, And I've asked myself the question, how long before I get up? You look at the clock repeatedly throughout the night, and Job may not have had a digital clock, but he was aware that the night was creeping by, and it was not yet time to get up, and yet uh, he was awake and aware of his misery, aware of his situation. He speaks of his illness, uh, gives us a brief description. He says, my body is clothed with worms and scabs, and my skin is broken and festering. And this, too, must have been a torment in his waking hours. And so uh, when he was asleep, he was unaware that his skin was broken and festering with scabs and so forth. But in his wakeful hours, as the night was dragging on, he became abundantly aware of these things, perhaps scratching himself through the night and pawing at um, these sores and these broken places in his skin. In verse 13, we read, When I think that my bed will comfort me and my couch will ease my complaint, even then... I essentially have bad dreams and uh, terrifying night visions, he says. He he would prefer to die. He would prefer strangling in death rather than to go through this. And so the, the focus on sleeplessness continues, that um, when he would seek a little respite by drifting off to sleep, he can't, can't sleep. And even when he sleeps, he has nightmares. Verse 16, I despise my life. I would not live forever. Let me alone. My days have no meaning. In other words, I just want to die. That's um, that's essentially what he's saying. My life is is so bad, I just want to die. And then he asked the Lord a lot of um, questions, questions that the Lord does not answer him. And uh, perhaps you've asked some of these questions. Job says, will you never look away from me or let me alone for even an instant? In other words, he's attributing his his misery and his sorrow uh, to the, the scrutiny of the Lord, something the Lord is doing. In verse 20, he says, If I've sinned, what have I done to you? You that sees everything that we do, why have you made me your target 
Why have I become a burden to you? These why questions, friends, the, the Lord feels no compulsion to answer them. Why do you not pardon my offenses and forgive my sins? For I will soon lie down in the dust. You will search for me, but I will be no more. And so I've got to say briefly, friends, as I finish this chapter, this questioning of God now is starting to rise up in Job. And it's coming from a position of essentially saying that there's something you're not telling me that would uh, help me to trust you more. Friends, Job and all of us have to come to a place where we know that the Lord is good, no matter what our circumstances dictate. We've got to come to a place where we're not dependent on him answering a question so that we can love him again or trust him again. We've got to come to a place of trust and love that nothing can shatter, that nothing can shake, that nothing can ever break. And so Job is being shaken down to the foundations of his humanity. And he's asking, why, Lord, why, why, why? And perhaps, friends, you're going through that as well. Lord, I pray for those who are going through times of difficulty and those questions, perhaps the loss of a loved one, or perhaps the uh, becoming the target of someone who was previously their their dear friend or even their uh, their father, their mother, their son, their daughter. Lord, these why questions, why do you allow it? They're not productive. Lord, may we come to a place of trust. May we come to a place where we understand that you're good, even when we don't understand or we don't have the information to the why questions. We know in our heart of hearts that you're good, that you love us, that there will be a day when we'll stand before you and we'll be able to say, thank you, Lord. Now I understand. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.